Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we will go over the week that was in Survivor in just a bit. Uh, but first, Aaron, uh, to give you a bit of a glimpse as far as uh, my Sunday and prepping for this segment <laughs> in particular. Uh, so I, I called my mom. We FaceTimed. Happy Mother's Day. Aww. And thank you. you know, made sure, uh, you know, mom got her gifts and we're all squared away and, and we're fine. And then I went for a run. I did not high five anybody during this oh, run. I kept it. I God. kept it close to the vest. I didn't touch anybody unless I elbowed someone because they were in the way. Other than that, nothing, nothing doing as far as contact. Uh, so that was good. And then I, I got home, and then I prepped for the segment. And I got to be honest, Aaron. I said a dirty word out loud because a lot of my prep work for today involves the white socks oh yes ed is finally on board he loves talking white socks now it's hap. it's happening i i yeah i i have to talk about the white socks and i will in a bit but first off uh joe what let's talk about the week that was and then we'll circle back to the white socks so do you Okay, what's what's the setup? What kind of running shoes? Do you have the AirPods going? Are you carrying the phone? Do you have a strap on the arm for the music? Like, what's happening there? Yes. Uh, we've got strap <laughs> yep. on the arm to put the phone in. We have that. I wear hokas yeah. because hokas are amazing to the feet. It's funny. Like, yeah, I actually had a doctor tell I'm, me. I'm out on hokas. I'm out. What? Certain ones. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the worst yes. take ever. Uh, I got it messed up my heels. What what a, a pair that I got totally messed up my heels, so I'm, I got out on them. Yeah, I went back it, to it, the Brooks. Mm. Oh, Most the comfortable shoe I've ever had. You, Brooks Ghost. Oh, okay, maybe big Brooks maybe. guy. Yeah. Big Brooks guy. Standard. So Hoka like go back. orthotic yeah. shoes. Like what's the <laughs> nurse? What's the, what's the catch here? They are. They are. Some yeah. of them are really high. Like I feel like I'm going off a cliff. My foot doctor. Well, some of them are. Hoka's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? So they're legit. Yeah. I need them then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I've I'd had wear plantar orthotics. fasciitis a couple times. So. See, yeah. it messed up my like heels. So I did not like them. I had to get orthotics for walking around. Like, first time walking around. Man, not comfortable. Not going to lie. Like, my <laughs> no. feet were sore for days. Yes. I think you need time to adjust from what I understand with orthotics. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. Uh, It's funny. I also had a foot doctor tell me. uh, (laughs) Well, I actually had a foot doctor tell me once, hey, you've got plantar fasciitis. You'll never be able to run again. Uh, But start hiking and things like that. And Yeah. Like, I actually had a foot doctor tell me this. And I'm like, I'll show you. Went to a, a shoe store. And they're like, have you ever had Hoka's? And I'm like, no, I haven't try it they'll change your life and he was absolutely right i i apparently still have plantar fasciitis but i have not felt them and i run all the time and it's fantastic orders hokas immediately you just sold me yeah i'm looking (laughs) at them (laughs) they're different different types though so i would probably consult with someone to make sure you're getting the right variety and and maybe that's what happened to you joe was that like they're like they do feel very differently like i've got two different pairs of hokas like one for short distances one for longer distances and if i wear the wrong pair then it will mess me up check the drop off on the on the heel some of them the heel is very high like actually Mm -hmm. look at the millimeters 
on that if, before you buy one. I bought a couple. Uh, one is the most comfortable pair of shoes I've ever had, but I couldn't run in them. But anyways, that's all. Okay. Week that was in Survivor. How'd we do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how'd we do? We had some Sunday sweats, man. There were two very popular teams, one almost 30%, one into the 20s, and both of them came down to Sunday. Both advanced just fine. Metro 29%. Uh, we talked earlier in BetQL Court about what happened to Mets Nationals. The Mets lose the first game, so it came down to the last game, and then they just destroy the Nationals um, in the nightcap of yesterday's doubleheader. And then the Guardians, man, that was sweaty. That, like every game with the Angels, it was late game stuff going on. Uh, Guardians get through. That was one of my two picks. So I was, I was very pleased to see that. But they took the lead late yesterday, and then they gave up a couple runs late. Almost lost that one, but the uh, Guardians get through. They're, they've been kind of disappointing this season, Cleveland. I, I, I'm waiting for them to kind of take off, and it's just – it's just not happening. And it's strange because like with the, the state of baseball, like it was supposed to be a big advantage for Cleveland, right? Like uh -huh. have more base runners on steel bases, speed matters, etc. Well, that's what the guardians are. And it just hasn't translated. So we got 80 strikes, 46 eliminations. What that means basically is we've been doing this for six weeks and about a third of the pool is out. Three strikes after six weeks of picks. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's a lot. That's a lot. And we've got a few more weeks before we get to another double elimination. Uh, Mid-afternoon baseball, the first game. So, uh, so that's the deadline. Ed, how easy was it to land on a team this week? It was really hard. It was really, really hard. It, and it was. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I... It was hard because I I made an argument against everyone I narrowed down and which it, it basically like which one sucks less. That's basically, mm -hmm. you know, my approach as far as this is concerned. Um, the reason why I'm bringing up the White Sox, there is an article in the Bleacher Report uh, about predicting MLB's trade deadline, which I know isn't for a while. But when you're sort of projecting and figuring out well in advance who's going to be available, which ball clubs are going to get better. So if you're thinking of, let, let's take the Astros. I think they're a really good example. So the Astros would be a great pick, I think, this week. Uh, you've got the Cubs, you've got the A's, and at some point, you know, they're going to be on a massive uptick. So that one makes a lot of sense to me. But they're also a team that are, you know, they're expected to win the division and make the postseason. So do you want to play them now or do you want to wait? Well, one argument for waiting is that it's possible that the White Sox could blow it up. If they blow it up, then the Astros may be on the receiving end of a Lucas Giolito, a Yasmani Grandal, someone like that, who they feel uh, could help their ball club. So then the question is twofold. One which of these good ball clubs should you wait on because they're going to get better in July and August? And is it time to say, take the White Sox now when they've got the Guardians and the Royals? And you certainly don't want to wait too long on them because at some point they are going to fall off and they are going to be in rebuild mode. I uh, was talking to Sean Zarillo on Saturday on early odds on the score and we're we're going over the White Sox because that was the one win total that he loved 
under on the White Sox, and he's looking pretty good at the quarter pole of the season. And he, he quickly mentioned it, and it was like a slap in the face, even though I cover the team and I see a ton of them because they're in town, obviously. It's like when he started talking about trading Dylan Cease, I was like, oh, my God. Then their fan base would flip out. But when you're not close to it, you're taking a step back. That's exactly what they should do. They should absolutely trade Dylan Cease. Now, are they going to go down that route? I don't really see it. They make moves like that usually two to three years too late. So I don't think it's going to happen this year, uh, but that's an interesting angle. Uh, one reason I did not pick the White Sox is I was looking at a, another week, which is well after the trade deadline. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that because there's a week where they play both Kansas City and Detroit, and it's a six-game week. Uh, but that's like mm. the first week of September. Mm. So so maybe that would be too late. Your point on Houston? Yeah. Um, I had one spot that did have Houston available. I did not pick them because there are a lot of spots down the road. You know they're not selling. There are a lot of spots down the road where, where you, sh- you want to take them. There's a week they play Washington, Cincinnati. There's a week in July they play Colorado and Oakland. Like, there are a lot of times. If you have somewhere else to go, uh, I would not go there. I, I went with two different teams. One I like. One I kind of like. So we'll see if I'm there when the deadline hits. The one I like is Arizona. Three against Oakland, mm. three against Pittsburgh, Merrill Kelly twice. There's another week in June that I thought I, I would like to have Arizona for. They have Washington and Detroit that week in a six-game week. Uh, but right now I have Arizona as one of my spots. And the other one, which we'll see if I stick with it, six-game week for Miami. Not, not two terrible teams. But to poor teams, Washington, San Francisco, Lazardo twice. What was the boom? Are you with me or against me? That that's a finalist for me, and I think that's okay. the one I'm going to settle on. Yeah, Miami. Okay. Miami. And I circled Diamondbacks prepping for this yep. segment. So hey, <laughs> I like both of them for you. And, and Pittsburgh Arizona is not already. Pittsburgh had a great start, but the last couple of weeks have not looked good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone in the chat on Twitch is on Pittsburgh. Um, and yeah. at some point, what is going on with the Padres? Oh, my goodness. You no, would think thanks. this would be a good spot against the Royals, but they're free-falling. I don't know if they're going to bounce back. Pa- Padres have lost five in a row. Braves have lost four in a row. What is happening? <laughs> I know. I don't love how they're, and the rotation isn't great this week. You get Waka twice, so that doesn't really line up for the Padres either this week. In the long run, too, don't you feel better about the Braves than the Padres? Like, you have way more faith that the Braves would be fine. Always happens to the Padres, doesn't it? Yeah. But the Braves do have a tough week. We're not talking about them for Survivor, just Mm -hmm. in general. They've got Texas and Seattle this week. So this, they, they might struggle for a little bit. We'll yeah, see. if you have two strikes right now, then you're in a you're in bad. I mean, other than the Astros, perhaps, but if you're in a position where you're forced to to pick really good ball clubs just to stay afloat, you might be mm-hmm. in a, in bad shape here. Um, you know, as someone who took the Mets last week, I was you know fearing the worst. Turns out to be okay, but if you do have two strikes, I think you're probably in rough shape here. Um, for the Marlins, I am concerned about a couple of things. One. The injury front isn't great for them, 
Uh, Jazz Chisholm may be out for a little bit, so that matters. Uh, they've also mm-hmm. been the luckiest in terms of Pythag, uh, your run differential versus your ac- actual record. Now, you know, we're only looking at a one-week snapshot, so, you know, how much does that matter in terms of just getting through an easier schedule? Uh, but that being said, like, you know, this is what I'm talking about, Joe, that there is an argument to be made against the Marlins. The other one I thought uh, would be interesting would be the Guardians because you get the White Sox and the Mets. I think you get Verlander and Scherzer in that Mets series, though. Uh, but is Scherzer his usual self? Because, you know, his numbers haven't been very good this year. So that's another question. What's Jake's pick? Ha, ha, ha. So funny, Joe. Really witty. <laughs> Paul, you missed oh, it. Jake's out, out after, oh, no. out after five weeks. Five weeks he's out. Oh. Jake, sorry, man. What happened? Uh, what happened is I got screwed by the Tigers repeatedly. Wow, well, tracks. Wasn't that our World Series pick last year? Yes, <laughs> right. Tigers. Revenge. Aaron was going to bring it up. Uh, for the oh. record, I went Diamondbacks, and I'm probably going to be a nit yep. and take the Astros with my other pick. So. Man, Arizona is going to be back most popular, the right? Arizona. Well, have... a lot of people have already used them, so I mean, there's only mm-hmm. I think like half yeah. the pool has them left. So, and I already oh, used really? them in one entry. So, so maybe everyone who's got them left will use them, and they still might be one of the most popular. I assume people are going to play it safe with the Astros a little bit too. Um, I personally hope people get crazy with the White Sox, or you know, I'd say edu. What would you say? Uh, aggressively, intelligently crazy with the white Sox and the marlins and hopefully it doesn't work out yeah. for them no offense um <laughs> not take that is where i'm at yeah ed did you Good use d-backs already yeah, yeah i've used the d-backs already okay yeah okay yeah i've used them already so they're they're gone um the other thing too uh speaking of the the padres uh you know the phillies would be another possibility because they get the cubs and the giants but if you go all the way to post All-Star break, there are only two teams that play four games. Everyone else plays three. Ooh. And the two four gamers are the Phillies and the Padres. So I think there's a part of me that wants to wait on using either of them um, so that I, I'm not stuck in a weird spot. Wait, are they, They're not playing each other, are they, that week? I think they are. It's a four-game oh, set, as everyone else has a three-game set. Yeah. And, I mean, I suppose you could wait, like, all right, whoever the A's are playing, whoever the Royals are playing, like, you could do that. But mm-hmm. still, it's only three games, and that's when things get tricky. So, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we're looking at the updated NHL playoff picture, and Aaron talks about her Kraken right here on the BetQL Network.